Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. I'm going to share a word with you that, uh, you know, this morning, um, it's a pretty straightforward word. This is a family word. And if you're a first-time visitor, I apologize for what you're about to hear. Uh, because we're going to handle, this is CWC United, and so we're bringing our family together. And we're going to take care of a little family business this morning. And uh, I, I think it's something that, that as, as a pastor and as a husband and as a man, I think it's something that, that needs to be, be shared. It's not something that we hear people speaking of very often. Uh, we live in an age today where people are committed to no one but themselves. Uh, We live in a a generation where we want to get without giving. We want to know what's in it for me. We're living in a time of what can you give me and how little do I need to put in in order to get this return. Uh, But when you belong to the kingdom of God, things don't operate that way. See, the kingdom of God is reciprocal. It, it, it operates based on a, a, a feeding that you give, that you sow, and you reap. There's a cycle in the kingdom of God. Everything in the kingdom has cycles. Everything in the kingdom of God, everything God created has cycles. Whether it's a tree that, that, has, that, that produces a fruit, the fruit falls to the ground. The seed inside the fruit then dies, and then it's replanted, and it gives birth to another tree. That tree grows, produces more fruit and then that cycle continues it's the same thing with rain the rain falls from the skies hits the ground the evaporation brings it back into the clouds again and then it's sent back it's called this reciprocal thing called a cycle it's about giving and getting it's 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 receiving and also sowing and so this morning i want to challenge you with something if you would stand to your feet i want to talk to you this morning to the cwc family to my family I've shared that we're not building a church, we're building a family. No, you didn't hear me. Let me say that again. We're not building a church, we're building a family. I'm not concerned about an organization, I'm concerned about a family. We're establishing a family. An organization is about, about, about standards, it's about X, Y, Z, it's about mission statements. But a family is about responsibility. We're building a family here. We're building a community. If you didn't know it or not, the first time you come to CWC, you're a visitor. The second time, you're family. So if you don't want to get stuck with us, don't come back a second time. But I want you to turn your Bibles with me to the book of Genesis chapter 29. And it tells a story about a man by the name of Jacob. Jacob is sent by his father to go look for a wife. All the men say amen. Amen. Or if your marriage isn't happy, don't say anything, okay? (laughs) Jacob gets there to where his father sends him. And when he gets there, he sees a beautiful lady there. Somebody say amen. Amen. He sees this beautiful lady and something happens inside him. He knows that the purpose he's going there is to find a wife. And when he gets there, he sees this woman by the name of Rachel and he cries. Listen to me. For for those of you Mac daddies in the house, all you players, 
I know you've never walked up to a woman as cool as you are, kissed her, and then started crying. But Jacob walks up to Rachel, sees her. The Bible says he kisses her. I don't know if he got slapped or not, but he kisses her, and then he begins to cry. Kisses her, and then cries. When she goes back to meet her her father, in those days, I want you to understand, before you got married, it wasn't like today. You see a girl, what's up, baby? How are you doing? You know, you guys go on a date. You hang out a little bit. You get to know each other. Next thing you know, you get married, meet the families and all this stuff. And that's not the way it happened in those days. You wanted to get married. Usually it was arranged before you were even born. You didn't have a choice in it. Or if you did find someone that you were interested in, you had to go to the father and you had to pay for her. problem is Jacob has no money. Have you ever wanted something so bad, but you didn't have the resources to obtain it? And so the Bible says in verse 18, and Jacob loved Rachel. Everyone say loved. He loved Rachel. And he loved this lady so greatly, he tells her father, he said, I will work for you for seven years for your daughter. Some of y'all men in here wouldn't work one hour for your wife. Seven years. Pray with me. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Jacob wants something, but he doesn't possess the resources enough to obtain it. And whenever you want something so greatly that you don't have the ability to obtain in and of yourself, then you got to do something that no one else has ever done. You got to do something beyond your abilities, and you got to do something called going all in. Say it again, Pastor. When you want something so great and you don't have the ability, you want that car. That you, you have to have that car. You got to get that car. Every car you go by is the car you want. And you don't have the money to get it. You start doing yard sales. You start mowing lawns. You find yourself borrowing money. You find yourself baking goods. You're out there at the San Jose uh, flea market selling. You're, just, you're hustling. You're trying to make some money. Why? Because you're all in. You want it so bad, you give your all to get it. He had to buy his wife. He had to go to the father and offer to purchase, to to figure out the cost. And I want you to understand something, that the father was responsible for determining the value or the cost of the daughter. The father set the price. Dads, I want you to know that we are responsible for the value of our children. If some fool comes in and offers you one sheep for your daughter, oh, heck no. See, they would have to come in and they would, I'll give you 12 sheep, I'll give you 12 cattle, I'll give you seven camels, I'll give you, I'll give you some gold, I'll give you some silver, I want your daughter, and this is how much I want her, that you would offer all these things. The reason marriages and relationships are dying across America is because of the fact that our relationships haven't cost us anything. 
Say it again, Pastor. See, it hasn't cost us anything to get married to begin with. That's why when things get rough, it's easy to walk away. But if you got something invested in her, if you got something invested in him, you're not going to walk away. Why? Because it cost you something. I don't know how many times my wife might have wanted to leave, but she ain't going nowhere. She ain't got a choice. I sold my Corvette to marry her. You ain't going nowhere. We're going to work this out. We're going to take care of this. Why? I sold a Corvette in order to make sure that this happened. If you're going to leave, you better buy me another Corvette before you take off. Better not be no old one either. You see, he went all in. And I want you to understand there's three areas that we need to make a decision. Are we going to go all in? Are we willing to give our all in certain areas? And we can trace everything that's going on in society to these three areas. We can trace every problem that we're facing to these three areas. And the first area I want you to understand is this, is that we need to make a determination to go all in with God. You see, the problem with our society, the problem with the church is that we come to the altar and we tell God, I give you my all, but we don't. We raise our hand for salvation. Lord, I'm going to give you my life. We come, we say the sinner's prayer, but we walk out and we don't give our lives to him. Lord, if you get me out of this situation, I'll give you everything. If you just help me out, oh God, please don't let her be pregnant. Just get me out of this situation and I'll serve you for the rest of my life. And all of a sudden, comes back negative. Oh, you don't listen. We don't know what commitment is. We don't know what it is to put God first. You take, if you take our stories and you place them in the word of God, then the, the saints of before would be embarrassed at the lives that we live. The three Hebrew children thrown into a fiery furnace. Why? Because they were committed. Daniel into a lion's den. Why? Because he was committed. The disciples crucified upside down, peeled alive, crucified on X-shaped crosses, dropped in boiling oil. Why did they go through this? Because they were committed to their God. We don't know what it is to be committed anymore. We cry at the altar, got snot flying all over the place, you got boogers everywhere, you got your eyes all red, but you walk back the same exact way that you walked up. Because we're not committed. We go through all these motions. And see, the problem is this. You have never given anything your all in your life. You have never given your all to God. You've never given your all to a job. You've never given your all to a woman or to a man. You've never given your all to your children. You've never given your all in your education. Why am I always getting C's? Why am I always getting D's? Oh, it's the teacher's fault. It's the school's fault. No, it ain't. You don't study. Oh, dang, it's quiet up in here. Oh, the teacher just don't like me. No, you don't like to study. You don't like the book. You wonder why you're broke? I thought I'd be farther along in my life by this point in my life. You would be farther along if you committed yourself to something. Oh, my boss hates me. My, my boss don't like me. Work is too hard. Work's not too hard. You're too lazy. 
Y'all having some trouble this morning, huh? I thought we were going to have a family get-together today. CWC United. Jesus told us this in the book of Mark. He said this. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with what? With all your, with all your, with all your, and with all your. So Jesus is telling you, he's giving you a command. The command is based out of Deuteronomy, where the commandments are given. He says, I command you, is what he's saying, to love me. And I'm going to tell you how to love me. You know what I love about God? God God is not not like a woman. you got to guess sometimes with women. Well, if you love me, you'd know how to love me. Ladies, let me tell you something. We aren't that smart. You got to tell us what you want. Tell us what you need. All right. All the men say. You know, if we wanted to play a guessing game, we'd be playing Monopoly or something. We'd be playing guess who. All right. We get into relationships. Tell us what you need. Ooh, Sister Vasquez, your sons are sitting right next to you. Pastor Ann looks like he needs prayer right now. <laughs> you look shocked. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not going to go there. Um, which means God commands us to love him, right? Which if God commands us to do something, it must be within our power to do it. That tells me that love is not a feeling. It tells me that love is not an emotion. It lets me know that love isn't something I step into and then step out of. It's not something I fall into and then fall out of. Too many relationships end when they say, I just need to find me. I'm not, I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. What are you talking about? Because love, if you've been with me for any amount of time, you'll realize love is not a feeling. Love is a commitment that sometimes produces a feeling. That tells me this. God says, love me. Even when you don't feel like loving him, love him. Even when you feel like sinning, love him. Even when you feel like giving up, love him. Even when you want to walk away, love him. Even when you feel like you have no strength, love him. Good Lord. What if you went all in with your relationship with God? What would change around you? Right now, what's God have of you? 20%? 50, or maybe you real spiritual, maybe he had 88%. (laughs) You know, you know how when you have people come over your house, you got that one room that you throw everything into and you don't let anyone go in there? (laughs) Everything looked good on the outside, but don't, no, no, don't go in that room. Can I use the bathroom upstairs? No, no, you got to stay down here. Don't want to go in the bathroom upstairs. It's like that way with God. God, you could have access to everything in my life except this closet right here. This, this, is, this is the one. Just, uh, you know, you, 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 got, you got all of me. Just, this is just that, you know, that I just have a hard time breaking off that relate. She's just, uh, you know, he's just so, I just need to hold on to this. You know, it's just so, it's only a little, it's only a little just a, 
it's only a little, um, I only do this every so often, God, and it's only, you know, it's not really, I know you love me, I know, I know your grace, and I know your grace is going to, I know you love me, God, I know you love me, but just, this is where I keep my, ma- this is, we don't know what it is to go all in. What if you went all in with God? You know that addiction you're struggling with? You wouldn't have it anymore. You know that hatred and that bitterness you're dealing with right now? You wouldn't have it anymore. You know that struggle that you have with the low self-esteem and you end up with those guys that don't treat you right or you end up with those people that put you down? You wouldn't have that problem anymore because you would know who you are. So many relationships end because it didn't cost us anything to begin with. People want everything, but we don't want to sacrifice anything. Give our all to God. I'm challenging you, CWC family. It's time to give our all to God. Secondly, we got to give our all to our family. This this part blows me away. You know, let let me let me talk to some of y'all that are dating right now. You know what drives me crazy is the people that come into my office that I have to do marital counseling with. And the, the guy's like, I, she, she, she's, just, she's just an animal, Pastor Dan. I can't deal with her. She's just an I can't I can't deal with her. You know what? Uh, Pastor Dan, I can't deal with him. You know, he's up, he's down. He's so possessive. He's always wondering where I'm at, always wondering what I'm doing. I can't handle this anymore. He's just so mean. He's not happy. Pastor Dan, she's so evil. She's just evil. And the, you got these individuals that are just struggling with all these battles. Listen, when you were dating, everyone said, stay away from her. Stay away from him. He's no good. Everyone gave you advice to get away. Everyone said not one person gave you good advice regarding him. No one gave you good advice regarding her. Every one of them said stay away from her. She's crazy. Everyone told you get away from him. He's no good. But you had to have him. You had to be with him. No one could tell you nothing. And so you forgot everyone else. You connected with them. You know what? You got him. So Shut up. Shut up. You wanted him so bad. Well, guess what? You won the lottery. There's no one like her. Now you got her. So. You don't want to take advice. You don't want to listen to nobody. Then you wonder why she crazy. <laughs> Pastor Dan, I, I got to get out of this thing. I didn't realize what I was getting into. Yeah, yeah, that's why we told you that. <clears throat> but you had to have her. You had to have him. He was so fine. He was so muscular. <laughs> didn't realize he didn't have a brain. All that time you thought he was whistling. No, that was just the wind going through his ears. Oh, no, you didn't. Divorce is at an all-time high in America right now, and the things that we're facing, everything can be traced back to the family structure. Family structure is falling apart. Why? Because we haven't paid anything for the relationships that we're in. And so because we haven't paid anything for that relationship, now it's easy to walk away from something you have no investment in. 
You didn't have divorces in those days. Why? Because I paid too much for you. And I refuse to return you. Because your dad done killed all the cattle already. Already ate all the sheep. Stuck with you. Listen to me. Why, why do I only have one woman in my life? It's not because I'm not. I mean, look at me. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Reuben. <laughs> Appreciate that. You know why? I can't handle another woman. See, I need you to understand something. When you get me, you get all of me. I need you to understand. I don't have a lot of friends. I'm friendly with a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of friends. Why? Because I don't have the energy to give myself to that many more people. The ones that are my friends, you get all of me. When you're down, I'm going to be there. When you're struggling, I'm going to help you up. When you're battling, I'm going to be right by your side. Because when you get me, you get all of me. I can't pastor 100,000 people in different places. Why? I got to give my energy to one people, to one family. I'm a father of one family, and you're that family. You get all of me. People quitting jobs, fathers abandoning children because I can't handle it. What would you have kids for? Well, you know what? I wanted to get married, but I don't want to change my life. What do you mean? You can't have a bird and not change your life. Let, let, me, let me break that down because T has a look like, what do you... One thing, I, I use T as a barometer, Reverend T, uh, T, I use her as a barometer. Whenever she has a confused look on her face, which is most of the time, um, it lets me know when I have to explain things a little, a little more. She's family, okay? She's family. You can't have a pet bird. You can't buy a bird at a pet store and not expect your life to change. And you want to get married and not expect your life to change? Well, I'm going to go where I want to go, when I want to go. I'm going to do what I want to do. If I want to go out, I'm going to go out. If I want to party, I'm going to go out and party. I don't care what you say. If that's how you want to live, don't get married. Because you ain't ready to get married. You don't need a wife. You need a babysitter. You need a designated driver. Ladies, I need you to understand something. You're looking for a husband. You ain't going to find him at the bar. You ain't going to find him at the club. Oh, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm out there looking, Pastor. There's some good men there. Yeah, there's some good men there. Sure there are. Then you wonder why that's where he always wants to hang out. Where did you find him? Where'd you meet him? Oh, I was a stripper at a club. Where's he at all the time? He's always at the club with my friends. I need you to understand something. You, you, got, you got to use more wisdom. You got people walking away from marriage because you can't deal with your wife. You're quitting your job. Listen, you got to understand something. When you make a commitment to a family, you're going all in. 
Some of you in here, you need to make a commitment to your family. You got to cross the line. You got to get the divorce word out of your family's mind. You got to get that word, I'm out of here, out of your mind. You got to start shutting the back door and you got to start dealing with things that are in your family's lives right now. Stop running away and deal with it. That was a little weak. We got people clapping a whole lot earlier. Now all of a sudden it's going to. Well, this one's really going to get personal here. Okay. Commitment to God, commitment to our family, and commitment to our church. All y'all want to just go to a church and what, what can they give me? What do you got for me? What do you have to offer me? What, 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 are, they, what are they serving today? Listen, this ain't hometown buffet. I'm sorry, this ain't the secret spot. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, did I just give you all up? <laughs> you ever hear the secret spot? Let's go on. And it's everything is based about what I can get. Everything is based on what you can give me. And you know what's sad is that when we talk about the church, some of our best singers have never sung a song. Some of our best givers have never given a dime. Some of our best workers have never picked up a chair. Some of our best and friendliest people have never made a phone call. Why? Because all you're looking at doing is what I can get and nothing about what I can give back. What do people get when they get you? When you join somewhere, when you connect somewhere, what do people get when you're added to them? Do you realize the only, the only equation that adds a zero to it or the only equation that adds nothing to the sum total is a zero? And so if you come somewhere and we get nothing as a result of what we give you, you see, you walk in and this place is already set up. You didn't see the team that was up at 6 a.m. loading the trailer, driving up, unloading, putting up the sound system, driving from Manteca to put all this together so that you have a place to worship. You don't see that there's people putting the nursery together, getting things together for your kids, working on the lessons, clearing out the classrooms. All you do is walk in, you worship, don't put anything in the bucket, walk out, and then wonder, why did we get out so late? And you wonder, how can we build a family if you're not committed to that family? You don't want a church. You're not looking for a church. You're looking for a restaurant. You just want to come eat and walk out and not even leave a tip. You just want to come in, get blessed, and walk out again. You see, but when you get me, when you got my family at CWC, you got all of us. You got my children, you got my wife, you got me, you got my family, you had my energy, you brought my friends with me. We gave you our all. We gave everything we had when we started this ministry. Driving over eight months before we even started the church or had one service. 
bringing my little girl who had leukemia into the streets and we were cleaning and mowing lawns, praying for people that were in the neighborhood. And whenever I told her, baby, stay home, you're not well, you need to stay home. She's like, no, daddy, I want to go. Why? She had a vision for you before you even got here. She had a vision about you. She had a vision for you. She saw you before you even got here. Pastor Matt, Pastor Nick, and the team that drove over the hill day after day, loading the trailer. Everyone would come in, and they'd say, we're with you. And then they would walk right out after service, and we would look at each other and say, well, I guess it's just the three of us. (laughs) Start breaking down and putting things away. What do we get when we get you? See, I can prove to you through the ecological system that any organism that doesn't give back and all it does is receive ends up dying. When I walk into your life, you're going to feel it. What do we get when you walk into ours? What do you add when you step in through the doors? You know what? What's a trip is that we come, we say we're members, we get our little member certificate, then we don't see you no more. And then we don't say hi to you, I'm leaving the church. (laughs) You know how much that drives me crazy, Chacho? Drives me crazy. And these are big dudes, too. These are them dudes that used to talk about how bad they were in the, in the streets. All bad, all tatted down, all gangster and everything. Then they come to church. Oh, Pastor didn't say hi to me. And they're leaving. Oh, you got stabbed, you got shot, you got, you got beat up, you got jumped in, you got jumped out. But you can't stay at a church because someone didn't say hi to you. Give me a break. A family should resemble its father. Maybe not on the outside, but on the inside, I look like my daddy. When my daughter passed away, my mom thought, he's going to give up. He's going to walk away from God. He's not going to serve God. And she was so worried, so worried. You know, as a father, you're concerned about your kids. My mom was so concerned because I love my baby girl. She was, I think at the time, she was the only one that liked me. (laughs) And I think she only did that because she felt sorry for me. I would tell Jazzy, come here, and she would run away. I'd just stand there, and then Jesse would come over. Okay, I guess I'm the only one left. And she would come. I have a clue where I was going with that. Just lost my train of thought. It's time to go all in. Pastor Taito needs, if you're part of CWC International... Showing up once or twice a month is not belonging to a church. There are times I don't want to go home. 
Not because of my wife, not because of my kids, because sometimes just in life you, you, you're, you feel the pressures and you just want to disappear. I know, judge me, I'm the only one in here that feels that way. You feel the pressures in life and you struggle. But you know, you know why I go home? Because I'm committed. You know, you're talking about bringing your check home. Yeah, pastor, I brought my check home. You don't need a pat on the back for that because you brought your check home. It's supposed to come home. We want pats on the back for things we're supposed to do. Well, pastor, I showed up three, three times this month. You're supposed to show up to church every week. You're supposed to be here. Well, pastor, I said hi to someone. I called someone. You're supposed to be involved in ministry. When my kids were small, my wife and I, we wiped their butts. They spit up on us. They did all these things. All kinds of stuff was coming out of them. And we took care of them. But you know what? You don't have to thank me, baby girl, because I'm your daddy. And that's what daddies do. That's my responsibility. But reciprocation means this. When I grow old, don't you lock me up in no home and never come visit me. And when I begin to throw up, don't get all grossed out. You better wipe your daddy up a little bit. See, we want something done for us, but we never want to give back. You want to come get blessed? I'm going through this. Pray for me. I'm going through that. Come visit me. Hey, can you collect an offering? Can you help me out? And you want, and you want, and you want, and you want. But you never want to give back. CWC, Milpitas. You don't just sit there and receive. What does Pastor Nick get? Because you're there. What's been added to him? Heartache or strength? I look around this room. There's amazing people in this room right now. Gifted, talented, wonderful people. But love is an act of the will, not an emotion. If you love God first... And I give myself wholly to God. I can love my family with everything and freedom. I can give my family everything. Problem's not your wife. The problem's back at number one. The, the problem's not your husband. The problem's back at number one. It deals with your relationship with God. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And if I love God right, I can love my wife right. And if I love my wife and my kids right, then I can give my all at church. See, you can't give your all at church until you first love your family. Because if your family jacked up, your marriage is falling apart, and you're trying to minister to me, I'm looking at you and saying, man, you got to take care of home first. And so what I need you to do is I need everyone in here today to step across the line and say, Pastor, I'm going all in. I'm giving God my all. I'm stepping across the line. I'm giving God my heart. I'm giving God my soul. I'm giving God my strength. I'm giving God everything. Why? Because he gave it all up for you. God went all in when he left heaven. 
Jesus went all in when he found himself coming as a baby. When Jesus went all in when he found himself being beaten by the very creation that he came to save. He went all in when he found iron spikes nailed right between his hands and his feet. He went all in for you when they dropped it in a hole. He went all in for you when a crown of thorns was, st- was beginning to pierce upon his brow. He went all in for you when he was stabbed on the side. He went all in for you when he breathed his last. He went all in for you when he went down to the depths of hell to take the keys of death and hell away from Satan. He went all in for you when he rose again on the third day. He went all in for you when he said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. He went all in for you. All in. It's time for us to at least step across the line. Stand with me this morning. Just because of time, I apologize. Ever have a father that doesn't know when to stop talking? To my family. To my family you my wife and I my family we commit to you that we will give you our all we will give you everything that we have in us we will spend time before God to hear from him what to share with you how to get you to new levels how to challenge you to get to new levels in your walk with God But you know you can't be in a relationship where only one is committed. Can't be in a relationship. You imagine if everyone showed up that called CWC home. We couldn't fit in this place. It's time to go all in. Heads bowed and eyes closed. You're here right now. You simply say, Pastor Dan... I'm not here to to, to jam you up, to put you down. Everything I've said this morning, I say with a tear in my eye and love in my heart. We love you. Don't say it to put you down. I say it to stir you up. Whenever I talk to my daughters, they always think I'm mad because I'm so intense in whatever I say. Please know I'm not mad this morning. I want the best for you. Go all in for yourself. You're here right now and you simply say, Pastor Dan, I want to give my all to God right now. Lift your hand all over this place, front to back, left to right. You're recognizing it's just time to go all in. You need to go all in for your family. Lift your hands right now. You need to give your family your all. No more holding back. No more, hey, if you do mess up again, I'm out of here. It's all in. I'm giving you my all. I don't, you're not going to get rid of me. You can't get rid of me because I'm committed to this thing. You're not going to get rid of me. I don't care how mad you are at me, how ticked you get at me. I'm not letting you go. You're stuck with me. We're going to work this out. You might be mad. Go ahead. Go to the room. Calm down. But we're going to work this thing out. Why? Because I'm committed. I'm here. 
You know what? I love you when you're in my house, baby girl. I love you when you, I love you, son, when you took the money. I love you when you left the house. I love you when you lived wrong. I loved you when you were with the pig's pen. I loved you when you were gone in the place of famine. I loved you when you were hanging out and eating the pig's slop. I loved you when you were on your way home. I loved you when I saw you coming. I loved you when I wrapped my arms around you. I loved you when I kissed you on the cheek. I loved you when I put a ring on your finger. I loved you. You are my son when you do what I want you to do. You're my daughter when you do what I don't want you to do. You are still my blood. You are still mine. I am committed to you. Committed. Father, I pray right now. The last thing, my God, that we are committed to our church. And if CWC is not your church and you go to another church, you go home and you give your pastor your best. You walk up to him and say, Pastor, from this day forward, I'm giving you my all. I'm going all in. I'm a ride or die with you. I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to let you go. It doesn't matter. If everyone else falls away, I'm going to stand right next to you. I'm going to be here. I'm not just going to say it with words. I'm going to be here with deeds. I'll be here next week at this time. I'll be there with you during the week when this happens. Whatever you need, I'm here. And don't you dare tell me if you need help. You know I need help. If you need help, Pastor Albert, don't tell me if you need help. You know we need help. You know there's areas to serve. Step across the line and do it. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.